what's up? This is a special edition of Marsha's Plate where we review the show Pose on FX. All right? Uh, what Diana say? Don't call the doctor. Don't call the mama. Don't call the preacher. Welcome back to Marsha's Plate. Make sure if you join the conversation, you hashtag Marsha's Plate and pose FX. Um, we're going to cover a lot of topics. This episode was really deep, um, heartfelt. So if you hear us talking about anything and you have something to add, make sure you hashtag us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We are under... M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. That's M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Hashtag us. We don't care if you agree or disagree. We just want to hear your opinion. So, you know, come join the conversation. Season finale. Woo! Yes. What it is, home? Yes. <laughs> What's so we up? Are- so we are back with the season finale, doing our thing that we normally do every week, <laughs> sharing our thoughts about Pose. Pose! <laughs> so I'm, I, I felt like the table scene two episodes ago, episode eight, mm-hmm. I thought that that was, that was like a finale. Hell, it could have been low-key. Yeah. That I was that way was more memorable than this one. But, I mean, hey. But, the, wait, wait, wait. Not, uh, yeah, yeah. It, that it was totally more was. shady and It exciting. was more like, oh, we could have left off there and they would have, you know, grasped us into wanting to see the next. But season. this one... It it closed it it closes all the loose. This ends. one was very Disney. Let's end on a good high note. <laughs> very Disney. Yeah, very Disney. Mm-hmm. So this episode starts <laughs> off nine months after the last time we see them. Mm-hmm. After the blow up, after um the reads, after yeah, the, cl- the, yeah. the yeah, after the blow up, tea being spilled, and and I would assume that the the girls trip happened in between. I'm guessing hell, that of was course. like a little album filler. Yeah, so, little album filler right. song. It was cute. Next to gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous with the very cute. Right. So, did you listen to the last episode with Brianna? Of Marsha Plate? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Get out of here. You're a hater. Wait, well, Marsha Plate? Uh, no, of Pose reviews. I- you know you See wasn't what here last was, week. Y'all? I've been sick <coughs> like Blanca. Oh, suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh girl, whatever. I miss You know what? Let me miss one little episode. I listen to all of the ones that I ain't been in. You know, it's not that many it's that nice. I ain't I ain't not been in. It's nice because it was a girl's trip, so we didn't eat your funky. Well, ass. you really didn't. I really thought uh-huh. about that. And I was like, you would have way more to say than me. But I will say that little Baywatch little scene, they killed me with that. <laughs> I will have to add that on in. When he came running and blunk, I said, 
Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, so it was a cute episode, but I'm sure I had a lot more than me to say. Yeah, we did. We did. That's why I thought it was perfect that she was in town for us to oh, do it. Oh, it was perfect that I was you know, here. I didn't, I didn't get a call or, you know, that you weren't going to show up. Oh, before. girl, this is but not, this I'm, is I'm not, glad. this is, uh, this is, Oh, but you know what? Anyway, oh, I feel so, attacked. So this this fine finale is nine months since the blow up scene um, that Praetel, um and Blanca in not ended their friendship but fell out. I mean, they took a break. They took a break. You know, as do. friends do. Yeah. Um, and the show starts off with her doing nails out of her apartment. Now, what's annoying? Oh. What's annoying what? to me? Was those little glass broken still? Because yes. I'm about tired of seeing that. Wait, are you for real? That's yes. a good <laughs> Girl, I've been around you too long because they they always pan it like through that, and you always get into the lateness. So you can't put a picture, girl, and then you got clients coming in at this point. Yeah, you can't take the shards. That shit look dangerous. It look like somebody just got murdered. The shards of glass (laughs) out of the window pane. No, baby, you gotta stay into the struggle. It just, I guess, it just motivates Blanca. You know, come on, you can take the shards. Why did I know you? That's what you was talking about, y'all. I did not. I know that's what she was talking about. She was going to talk I about. Like, no I way. just had to say because it just looked like a struggle every time you pan through and, that. And you don't have to. Y'all fix shit up. Come on. At like this you, point, you're you, running a business out of your house. So. And you didn't feel the take. Like I'm, I'm coming in this house. Anything. And it's got or at least just break the remainder of the glass. Yeah, take it out. Take it out. I don't just take it out. Like before. yeah. Oh, anyway. No, girl. Just leave it how it is. This is Marsha's plate being petty. <laughs> 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 we just don't understand. Like that doesn't. It's certain. It's a bunch of shit that didn't make because sense. Because when you're gonna get nails and stuff done, that takes a while, and you just looking around, and you, then you, oh, okay. Uh, you just leave the shards of that glass. Who does that? Nobody <laughs> does that. If you break a glass, you take it out. You know. And then how they I be doing I that Blanca raggedy ass apartment? I mean- <laughs> Like literally, I done been in. I got a raggedy ass apartment now. Not that raggedy. No, no, <laughs> but, no. Blanca looks like a murder place. But I done been in raggedy apartments where you know some shit is wrong. But you do stuff to cover it up and make it look cute. You do what you do to make it look cute to make it look homie. Ain't and nothing homie about shards of glass sitting over there. Look, if how they be doing up in Blanca? Cause you know somebody could easily get slapped and oh, <laughs> and then you know they fall on the glass. Now nice. they did, and now your body getting heated up in the closet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, shit. So, so she has a client. So clearly, she has clients in there, and she is coughing. She's clearly oh, ill. God, thank you, and, me. And coughing, and Praytel walks in, and they have a little moment. She was like, "Honey, I wasn't aware that I had any more appointments." Why is it no breaks? Why is it just like, okay, Blanca cough now? She got to be up in the hospital. Why she can't have a little cough? <laughs> Damn, it's like that. You can't cough. But we come in. She might have already been sick. So apparently, mm. um, and girl, who want their nails done in front of sick Blanca? You coughing all in my damn face? Shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> how you want to? How you doing? How your day? You know, you got to talk to your clients. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure, but you got to make your money. I know, yeah, you do. So, because I'd have had some clients. Should I would have been just still my, doing the same too if I was Blanca. And I was sick. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I need my coins. Uh-uh. Bill still got to get paid. I'm done. Bill still got to get it paid. <laughs> I mean, you up out. I'm going to be like, oh, girl. 
Trust me, here's the coins. Here's the coins. Uh, I'ma hit you up when you get, you know, just copy when you're feeling a little better. As long as I got you know, my you coins. get that little sympathy coin. You can hush. She's just sitting okay. here struggling. So just let me just give her your her coins, bitch. No clients don't do that. <laughs> no. They don't give a fuck. Anyway, Praytel says, "Well, I heard you take walk-ins." And they run to each other like Casablanca uh, gives each other a hug. I had forgot for a minute they had fell out. And I was like, oh, yeah, he don't fuck with she gonna, Yeah. Yeah. They don't so fuck they, with each other. You know, this is their moment. And they have a conversation about, you know, just what's been going on in each other's life through the nine months. So we found out through their conversation that, you know, the Blanca hasn't been coming to the balls. She's been kind of depressed because all of her kids is not in the house. Um, we didn't hear nothing about Adrian from last week's episode. Adrian. Oh yes, the, the boy. The yeah, we, we didn't hear nothing. Not him. a peep. You can't. Y'all in last episode with a cute conversation. Yeah, y'all cutesy all up on the phone. They did not say nothing, nothing about that. He didn't come to the hospital. So girl, I told you that was an album filler episode. It never <laughs> happened. <laughs> It was just something cute. Somebody on the beach, yeah. y'all on the beach. That's late. Yeah, but I can finally get a man happens. and you don't ever hear nothing else about it. Well, you no sex scene, no nothing. Niggas be ghosting, so that's real talk. <laughs> so That's fucked up. It is the truth. So then we learned that Ricky and Pray Tell are still together. It wasn't a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. They still going I mean, strong. I mean, Praytel got a nice place to stay. He's food. He, and they, they established that he doesn't live with Praytel. And he got a key. He does have a key. Well, you have a key. But I you don't mean, live you, there. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have a key. Like, like you ain't a night. I'm popping in. And, oh, please. When I, you think he just, they get him, talking about him getting moist and stuff. You think he just gets up and leave? Oh, please. All Sometimes, he had to do is moist, moist uh, pray tail on up and then, you know, <laughs> fall on the sleep. People got their little tricks. What you say? Hobosexual. <laughs> Yeah, that's all you gotta do is moist, pray well, till up, and he falling asleep. You know, they, give him they, a little breakfast working, in the morning. They're working. It wasn't just a wham bam. Thing yeah, yeah, I know this episode. I guess whatever. So then Blanca gets to coughing some more, and pray tell is like, "Girl, when's the last time you've been to the hospital? Like you sounding bad." And so the next scene switched to Blanca being in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So she's straight to the hospital, baby. You know, it's looking bad. She goes, it's <sighs> she's of they course she's it like it's hot again. <laughs> y'all. She is no, she has like got a respiratory infection. What's that is when you can't when you what? I guess she got an infection. Well, you can't rest. Like a respiratory infection where... Not rest, bitch. (laughs) Respiratory. That's what I... Oh, oh, I thought you said respiratory where she couldn't rest. Like, you know, she can't be sleeping so she getting sick because she can't rest. Respiratory infection. That's like your lungs and your your breathing system. When you're breathing... Okay, so she can't breathe. Okay. I knew that. shit that gives you air. Oh, okay. um, The lungs and the pipes. mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I guess she has a respiratory infection. It's clogged up. And apparently, you know, and she's been depressed. Her family is out. Girl, get on over it. And see, no. (laughs) No, what? That's life, baby. It moves on. so bad that she done wrote her will in this little red book. (laughs) 
Oh, wait, no, that's not funny. I mean, you got to write your will. I mean, she is, you know, everyone dropping dropping like flies and stuff, so you got to write your little will. She ain't got no mean. Adrian ain't calling. So what else is you doing than writing your yeah. will? Between you depressed, you already planning your... Damn, but she must have been really depressed to be sitting up there writing her damn will. Yeah, and then, you I'm know... I'm leave y'all my lady-ass furniture. <laughs> <laughs> my, my cookbook so you can make my the best double bowl of mac and cheese. <laughs> my shards of glass go to. <laughs> that know. nasty ass food. Sitting over there getting pushed in, strangled for that nasty ass cookbook. But I mean, I guess it's special and shit to her, but still. <laughs> mama cookbook, please, whatever. Girl, what she got that? I mean, who would want? Let me stop reading Blanca. Blanca be trying, okay? Blanca is a good person. No. And really, that's what it is. She, yeah. Yeah. She, she doesn't want her kids to fight over anything that they have, so she wants to leave it, leave things. And that's important for uh, people to do, like anybody to, to mm-hmm. make sure you have a will. Um, Why is she going to try to leave Poppy a dog that she ain't even got? Well, That's she, late. Had, she had planned it. Like, she had planned it. I'm going to leave you the dog whenever I get him. <laughs> Hopefully, I get the dog. If I ain't got the dog, you ain't getting shit. Well, Sorry. She didn't know you got it, Angel. She was going to be sick. <laughs> so, pray tell is like, bitch, you is talking too much like it's the end, girl. And just like you fought for everybody else, we're going to fight for you. So I'm about to get in your phone book and I'm calling everybody to be here with you every single motherfucking day, however we can figure it out, because this is our time to take care of you just like you have taken care of everybody else. And that's a legit, that's a legit thing to do. Yes, it is. Blanca is a great person. She has a big heart and she's always on the lookout. You would have to tell me that though. I would have been. On the phone calling everybody, telling them, bitch, I'm in the motherfucking hospital. I've not been here for all you hoes. (laughs) 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 Fuck (laughs) y'all. Well, some people ain't like you know. That. Some, you know, folks be ready to go off on people. Shit. No. Soon as I get sick, you know, I was there for all of y'all. I would have been right on that phone, but anyways. Blanca's a nice little mother. She let everybody go on about their life when she up in the hospital bed croaking. That's me. I'm there for a lot of people, and then when I'm in trouble, you don't I'm say not. shit. Nope, I don't. Why not? That's crazy. Well, I'm the type of person that. I'll hold a grudge about it though. Like I won't say nothing. I hate people like I'll, that. You could, I'll but remember. then at the same time, you ain't gotta call nobody. Into, but then at the same time, sometimes you don't even know the person. Now, if, I the think if you didn't know, then that's a difference. Some people get mad and they even know. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not gonna like if you don't know, then no. <laughs> but they do that too. You know, I'll let you know what's going on, and if you ain't checking on me and you ain't trying to, yeah, that's kind of late. That's late to me. So, and I'm not chasing your motherfucking ass to, for you to check on me. Yeah. You know, I expect if you're my friend and you care, that should be like, yeah, I shouldn't have to call you and tell you to come over and see me. Because if you tell me I'm in the hospital, (laughs) yeah, then, oh, I'm going to ask, do you need me to come see you? Like, do you need you need support? Like, say I'm busy and I'm working. Mm -hmm. I'll say, do you need me to call off or what do you you need me to do? Do you need me to come see you? Mm -hmm. And the person usually says, yes, I'm feeling bad or. Don't change your schedule. Come see me when you can. And then I'll be like, okay, then I'm not going to get off of work. I'm going to come on my day off. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Something like that. They're yeah. going to give me some kind of indication of how dire when I get this, yeah, this dire situation oh, you ain't is. about to die? All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I, I feel see. like you Maybe should make time for your friends and check on them and, 
you know, when people don't do that, I'd be like, girl. Okay. I mean, yeah, it is late. But then you see them every other time when they want to turn up or something. Yeah. Or they need a few dollars because they turn on their bills. <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, but but also, I'm the type of person that if I see that that pattern repeating, yeah, repeating over and over, the doll stops that. Oh no, baby, I ain't got it. <laughs> oh no, baby, I don't have it. I mean, yeah. Mm-mm. Gotta teach these hoes some way. Yeah. So the next scene is the um the people um Angel Lulu. Praytel, Poppy, and Electra come and see Blanca in the hospital. All of them was looking sickening, by yeah, the way. Yeah, all of them was looking be. Yeah, they Very were. Very beautiful. I um, love Electra in the little suit, um, dress classy. thing. Classy. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu hair was straight. It was It curly. sure was. It was so cute, uh, That yes. was cute, yes. Angel was rubbing her feet. Yes. You know, Aww. Poppy had brought food, some drop Aww. soup, and... Some flowers. Uh, Praytel brought some flowers. <laughs> Electra was reading the flowers. Yes. <laughs> Suckle about. Yes. That brings insects. That causes more diseases. And then was complaining about the lighting. Oh, God, Y'all got a bitch here looking. We, I'm already sick. I don't need to be girl, looking I don't mad. Be, yes. <laughs> but I'm like, block, I'm like Electra, bitch. I want to put on a little makeup or something. I mean, yeah, because folks, I mean, that do kind of make you feel a little better when you ain't just looking like the walking dead. Yeah, I mean, you turn life. and you look, oh, God, I am dying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look at I me. Look cute a little bit. Yeah, but you know, Get a little lipstick, a little something, <laughs> a, a, a matte clear lip gloss or something. Give me a shine or something. <laughs> a lip gloss, something. <laughs> so when, uh, when in the process of the conversation, the there's a there's a thing that happens where Pray Electra tell. is. Kind of calling, pray tell is asking, yeah, like, why asking y'all ain't like, been, why y'all ain't been up at the bar? At the bar, like, you. we ain't seen y'all, ain't none of y'all mm-hmm. hoes walk. What's y'all going been? on? And Electra is like, mm, I'm not feeling it. And then they all kind of chime in, like, yeah, it's kind of getting late. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all getting real judgy now that Vogue is stopped. When Vogue, we set this ball scene up, the girls was the one who made ball scene. Like, we were like the main attraction at one point. And now that y'all Butch Queens are the main attraction, you know, y'all kind of taking it over, take, being like men and taking over the space, doing what men do. And it's no kind of balance like it was before. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of calls out like the misogyny that is happening. She calls out the the strict judgment of our femininity where it's getting more and more to the extreme. Um, we have to live up to y'all standards of womanhood when we doing this already in the world and there's no room for blah, 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 blah. So, and candy and angel, I mean, not candy. She probably was in there too. <laughs> Lulu and since she always coming back here. Of course. Episode, um, I thought she was going to pop Lulu up. And Angel yeah, bitch. She's up in the hospital room. Trying to get um, yes. Blanca to kill herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you know? Because now she's a demon angel. Oh, God. Or whatever. I guess. Um, <laughs> so, um, Angel and Lulu is in agreement. And then the Poppy was like, yeah, it's kind of getting. A little tradie, oh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and so, pray tell is kind of delusional because he's like the women always take center stage. No, bitch, you you're not seeing how it's changing or whatever. So he was like, hmm. So he kind of comes like he pays attention to what they're saying, mm-hmm. and 
the next scene is him talking to the bottoms brunch, <laughs> the council. Yes, it was the next scene. He's talking to the bottoms at the bottom brunch. And they're going over whatever they go over to make the ball stuff and the money, you know, the stuff, the, the, money, the donations, and the, monies and the donations costs, and all it of it. Costs money Shit costs to, <laughs> to rent the space. And mm-hmm. that. So they're going over that, and pray t- and they were pray tell was like, so I do have a concern. The ladies feel like left out. They feel like stuff is changing. They feel judged. And Jack. I don't know his name on the show. I don't know none of their names either. <laughs> I, I call them all the bottom. But I know, I know. Bottom one, his real bottom name two, is Jack. bottom three. So Jack says, "Well, if you don't want to be judged, don't walk, bitch." <laughs> 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 and I kind of felt that a little bit because it's like you can come and hang out, just don't walk if you don't feel like being judged. But it's like that's what the fucking ball does. They judge you. <sighs> I get what I get why it can be uncomfortable when it's nothing but butch queens up there judging you when y'all don't have none of the girls on the panel. I get, I get it, yeah. That. I mean, that's what but, I get. But being judged just basically like this is what we do. This is what the ball scene is about. But I also have always had a critique of the ball scene because the ball scene the rules has always centered cis heteronormativity. It has always centered like Eurocentric beauty. Um, To me, it's always been that kind of deal where, you know, all the, all the negative things about beauty, where it be colorism, where, whether it be, you know, how you look when you judging what's deemed beautiful is rooted in, you know, kind of white supremacy. So, Mm And cis heteronormativity. So passing and realness. It's your realness is being compared to the cis straight folks. How how close to them you are. So that in itself is problematic. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just that's what more diversity. Tra- and that's what we're trying panel. to now in this day and age, we're trying to undo, I think. Um what? Like making that the standard to try to what? To undo it, to make that not the standard. Yeah. Yeah, so but not really. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to explain. It's just I don't feel I. Uh, they still rooted in cis realness, especially the category of realness mm-hmm. is rooted in cis heteronormativity. How much you can blend in with the normal society. It making, is making them. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. He one of the dudes. Um, one of the bottoms who brunch. <laughs> one of the bottoms from the brunch brings up. Okay, so how about we pull a stunt and we do first time up in drags category? I mean, I was thinking like what? Well, if they never been in drags and they never been judges, women. I mean, yeah, but I was thinking they was gonna be like, okay, let's add more people on the panel or something like that. I don't know. I didn't think they was gonna say let's all get up and drag. Because I'm sure all of y'all have done that before. Nah, maybe not. I know some people that, some butch queens, they... Well, they, a lot of the butch queens, like, the, you know, when you're growing up, you see little heels over there, you want to put them on? I don't know. You think? Yes. Heels, yes. Okay. Yes, heels. heels. I Bitch, heels. I don't heard everybody say that and pump. You know, a little pump or two. But I'm talking about in full drag. Oh, well, yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah not full drag. Yeah, but yeah, you know, heels, put on a little heel or two, put on a little wig, you know, I put on a little lipstick. I don't know no butch queen that ain't put, put on, on no lipstick. heels ever. Right. Maybe a little lipstick. Yeah, a little lipstick. Just for a look. 
The little mascara thing make you a little, little, little Kim nail, Dot. Little nail. <laughs> a little Kim Dot, yes. <laughs> oh, Beauty Mark. A nasty Jenna Jackson Beauty Mark. Don't tore um, up a little stockings, you know, you know, putting them on. Or painting the nails. Yeah, painting the nails. Little small stuff, little but stuff not full. Like not full on drain. Yeah. And usually they're not doing them all together. Mm. Um, so... They come up with pass the motion, bitch. Ow, pass the motion, bitch. Um, pass the motion, so, bitch. <laughs> so, pray tell pass the motion to do that, and they go for it. Oh, my God. I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So, not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know... I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So on the next scene of Pose, we have Angel barging in Miss Ford office because she has not been getting work. And yeah, because in the conversation in the hospital, Blanca asks her like, yeah, she said, girl, I ain't been having no gigs. I've been living off my little savings that Poppy (laughs) told me to save. Could Poppy be on it? Right. Yeah. And so she barges in to go see Miss Ford and Miss Ford is like, Girl, I ain't want to just hit you up before I had all of the tea. Well, she didn't say tea, but y'all know. <laughs> and so then she went to go tell Blanca, you not Blanca, uh, Angel, that you know that we all know what's going on, Angel. And the, you, what did she say? That, that people feel betrayed or some shit? Yeah, she feels that, that people, so apparently somebody is telling Angel's tea. Well, Miss Ford already knows Angel's tea. Oh, she does. I was confused by it. Miss Ford already knows Angel's tea, and because you can tell by the conversation. That yeah. They were having, oh well. Yeah. Of course. Ms. Yeah. Ford totally. Knew. She knows. Then. Well, she yeah. She knew during that conversation, but I didn't know if she just knew from the get go. Yeah, because I wasn't sure. You, I could tell. Well, I could tell by the conversation she was having. She was saying that the, the, yeah, the world's even from not the ready audition and blah 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 blah. I don't know if you. I don't know when she. Figured oh it yeah, out, but she figured it out based on the conversation. Well, of course that's your girl. She's a model. You are gonna get all into her. So yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. So, so she basically says that, um, you know, people feel that she's been fooled. In this conversation, they flash back to a photo shoot where a butch queen was doing the styling, I assumed. Maybe mm-hmm. or the makeup or something. He was doing and something. He basically was telling Angel how It's your you own know. people, y'all. It's <laughs> your own people. And Angel in in the conversation, Angel tells him he was worried about getting the look right and blah 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 blah. Angel tell him, Don't worry about it. Um, it's just a pantyhose thing, don't overthink it. And he was like, Yeah, 
blah 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 and then the next scene is him up on the balcony with I guess the person who's spilling the tea <laughs> looking down who's there running. and looking up just looking so motherfucking messy yeah and she already knew that her tea had been spilled right. at that moment and the, she was looking sickening she was looking sickening I love when they have her hair pulled back and she's oh you love the hair pulled back they always got it pulled back yeah I live for that it looks she looked beautiful with a red lipstick shoot. I would love to have seen those pictures mm. <laughs> so of course, he tells her tea because he's from the ballroom so scene. Late. And <laughs> because what is the point of that? Just being messy just for being messy's messy. sake. It they just, have a conversation. Just motherfuckers can't hold water. They feel like you're getting through, especially a hating ass motherfucker. See you getting this kind of life. I just I think some people just cannot resist. They don't the like urge. when other people are, are successful or some shit. That could be a part of it, but even just but the, some people are just messy. Yeah, but some people are just messy. Some people are just it's insecurity. It's 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 so many levels to it. You remember when um Gabriel Gabrielle Union was on um Oprah and she was like, "Did you get the job? <laughs> Did you get a new man? Did you get a raise? Did you get some money?" For who, what you who just was did. seeing all of that? Oh God, you don't remember that. Clip, I don't so. remember that. Gabrielle oh, I have Union. I to show it to you. So I'm sure the people listening know. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Red Table Talk where she was up no. there faking with Jada, acting like they really <laughs> had a beef. <laughs> oh, girl, the Red Table Talk kills me. I live for it. <laughs> so, uh, hey, look, be like um, uh, Willow. Exactly. Yes. Uh huh. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I almost cried. Oh my god. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they all be in sync. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then Jada. Uh-huh. Jada. That part. Uh, yeah. That oh, part. Yeah. Oh, bitch, shut the fuck up. Y'all rich motherfucking asses. Shut up. Oh, that kills me. They like they so motherfucking woke. Bitch, please. They just like ASAP Rocky. (laughs) Girl, please. Act like y'all so motherfucking. uh, It ain't no shade. It's out there. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Anyways. So Angel is over it, and the Miss Ford basically says the people don't want to work with you because they feel like you are a fraud. They feel like we are playing a trick on the people. We are deceived. We are deceiving people. You cannot be on our pictures. They're annoyed. It. They're annoyed by it. Kills and me. So Angel breaks down. She's crying. <laughs> She's giving that same. <laughs> She's giving that sad. Puppy dog, <laughs> sad slash constipated. I'm sorry, constipated yeah. cry. <laughs> so, so Miss no, Ford Ms. consoles Ford. her, consoles her, and Ooh. like you know, Girl. the world, the world is just not ready for it, Angel. You know, so I'm bitch, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what do you, what do you say? I get, ain't, I'm not getting you work because people don't want to work well, with you. Well, girl, you should told me something. I shouldn't have had the bars up in here for you to tell me this. Well, she said she wanted to get all the Just information. Just going to leave me at home on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, trying to wait and see what my gig, what's going on. Well, that leads well, us to the next scene. Why you trying to be investigator? That leads us to the girl, next scene. that's late. Call me and at least tell me something. <laughs> like, girl, I don't know. This is what's being said. And da 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 Give me a heads up or something. I should have to come bar to me, bitch. So the next scene is (laughs) (laughs) the next scene is Angel at home sulking in depression. That's right. She got all her bottles around her. Uh huh. And then Poppy comes in. Poppy comes in and he's like, "What's going on?" (laughs) (laughs) And she tells him about what happened. They know my (laughs) teeth. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, so she's depressed about it. And Poppy being the good man and supportive person that he is, he is trying to <sighs> be be optimistic and pray and you know lift her up like baby you are beautiful we gonna get you some gigs this is not the end you got tons of time you young he's being supportive angel is feeling defeated so she's like they don't want to see us they don't want to see trans girls succeed they don't they just it's fuck us i'm i'm not gonna be shit but back on the pier (laughs) and i they just you know i didn't think that i could even do a year let alone, you know, I didn't think I was going to be able to shoot at all, but let alone do a whole year. So I guess this is at least that's a success. Oh, girl. They don't want us to. <laughs> they don't want us to. Succeed. All of that. <laughs> so Poppy is being himself and um, being supportive. Being supportive, staying positive and all of that. So Disney I stuff. I saw some commentary. What were they saying? That they were like their relationship is forced one-sided poppy's doing all the praising and uplifting it's all about it's all about angel i said that last time i told you i would be tired of hearing about what everything that angel's doing what about me what about my dreams and my desires what about my hopes and wishes so this is my thing and me and my friend talked about this this is my thing because my friend brought it to my attention too but my response was he's dating a black trans woman Mm -hmm. who in the world is going to have equal amount of obstacles that she has that she could date Unless it's another black trans woman. Nobody. Nobody is going to have the equal amount of obstacles. So no matter who you are with. Now, not saying the angel don't have some type of privilege. She does have a privilege in her beauty. Mm-hmm. But that's where it ends. In her slimness. Mm-hmm. So, which is a part of her beauty. Mm-hmm. Well, in in an ideal, in idealistic sense. Because she's a black trans woman... She's going to have obstacles. So there's going to be more times that something is going to come try to stop her from getting where she wants to be mm-hmm. compared to Poppy. So if you are telling their story, mm-hmm. it's going to be more times that he's going to have to be the one to be supportive or show his support in that kind of way that we're seeing be displayed on the show. Mm-hmm. So. He can go get a job. He's been work. He's a regular ass dude, a masculine passing dude. So he can go get a job because he can blend in with society. He's it's not going to be a time when Angel needs to say, oh, baby, you can get a job. They fired you for being blah, 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 blah. He's not going to be in that position because he has the privilege of passing in the world and getting a job. That's why he getting extra shifts and shit. Because he has the privilege of passing. So it's never gonna it's not gonna be an equal amount of times that she's have to stand up and support him. Yeah. Because yeah. she doesn't do anything negative to negative to him. It's not like when he wants something or and even in seasons past, when when Blanca was trying to kick him out, well, did kick him out, she was also the one, and they weren't in a relationship at this time, but because that was somebody that she cared about that was in her house in the moment, she was like 
you know, you should go back and she was wanting him to come back into the house, trying to convince Blanca to want him to come back in the house. That was one moment that you saw her trying to support him and bring and keep him safe. They weren't in a relationship at the time, but mm-hmm. that was one time. But my point is, it's always because when you date a black trans woman, mm-hmm. it's all, the the amount of what comes along of what you have to do in order to support her. It's going to be a lot of times that you're going to have to step in and be that support figure. And it's not going to be always balanced. But I think all relationships are like that. It's like if you date somebody. That is true. Yeah. It's, and so when somebody says, oh, it's just one sided. It's like somebody looking. And I don't want to compare being trans with somebody being like disabled because it's a total different. Yeah. Total different thing. But it, this only analogy I can come up with. It's like me looking at a relationship between somebody who's in a wheelchair and a person who is in the one who's pushing the wheelchair and me saying, Oh my God, that's one sided. He always pushing her around. He's always helping her get where she needs to be, but she's disabled. Right. (laughs) So of course it's going to be balanced. If she could push his ass around, she would want it. She will, she will push him too, but she doesn't have to because he's not disabled like her. He does. It, 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 they don't have the same disadvantages. So when you decide to be in a relationship with somebody with this amount of oppression, with this amount of obstacles, this is what you signed up for. This is what you signed up for. When you decided to, when he decided to date her, when, when she became his dream girl, this is what you're going to have to come up against. You're going to have to come up against sometimes motherfuckers is fucking with her. Sometimes people are spilling her tea and she's losing jobs. Sometimes motherfucker, you can be out and her tea get clocked in the middle of the, of the bus station or the middle of the restaurant. This is what you have to deal with. And you sign up for it voluntarily. It's not one sided. It's what you decided to decide (laughs) to be with. So it's for me, it's unfair for people because if Angel was being mean to him, then I would be I would understand why people don't like Angel for that. But she's not being mean to him. And she always shows like when he does give her the pep talk, she always responds with, oh, baby, you just too sweet for this world. You always there to uplift me. You always giving me courage. Thank you so much, baby. I love you. You so sweet. It's not like she's saying, oh, you get what I'm saying? It's not like she's being mean to him. So I don't understand why people kind of have this negative taste about Angel. Who? <laughs> Unless they hate because she likes skin. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, I mean, I because of her beauty privilege, saying. basically, yeah. Because of unless yeah. folks is hating because of beauty privilege and not looking past. I don't think they're reality. hating. They're just basically looking at the show and being like, damn, people just want to see more Poppy and what Poppy got going on. That's all that it is. But this is we a still show haven't gotten cent- into This poppy is a show yet. centering trans women and and and. I mean, we got Queer into Damien in. a little. I mean, we got into Ricky, Damien, Praytell. It's kind of over the board. We got into Poppy last season when he was selling drugs and we it had to kick his ass up. It was just a split little second. It was just like a split bite size. Oh, it please. It was a little bite size. That was a major nugget. moment of no, last season. No, we want a rotisserie when chicken, they not a McNugget. <laughs> no, that's just my, that's just my. I, I just think that's get, all that it is. I, I mean, you're totally right. 
She is going to have more obstacles to go through than Poppy, who we didn't even know what he, you know, what he was mm-hmm. into or what was going on. Hell, I still don't even know how he ended up in the house or why he was, what he was even doing at the ball. But I guess. Well, well, he is a part of the queer community. He's just on the masculine side of it. Oh, God. Yeah, he's in the part of the queer community. I mean, I guess. I just feel like there is an extra layer of judgment for Angel due to her beauty privilege. I just believe that. It, it might not be true. Oh, but girl. I think because she has carried... Who has carried Evangelista? Okay. We all agree I mean, that Blanca... Just of Angel. Why? Because we tired. Why? I mean, Why are we not tired of Blanca? Because we. Why are we not Blanca tired of Pray Tell? Blanca unites and uplifts. Okay, we love who you? Okay, I'm glad you said that. Oh God! When we look at Blanca, we <laughs> we we like. Oh my God, Blanca is such a good person. She sure She's is. the rock of the whole family. Who is Blanca's rock other than Play Pray Tell? I mean, I guess you could say. Angel. Angel more than oh, Damon. No, no, Angel more no, than Damon. Who? Mother's her rock, Electra. Child, Electra is always there alive. when the real shit happens. Child, block because Blanca's always there for her. Girl, we are tired of Angel, <laughs> from the hoe from the pier. Angel okay. is always in the house. That's all that it was about. Angel is always in the house next to her. Yeah, I'm talking about because Angel, beautiful, we all hate it. Yes. Oh, you kills me, girl. That's what I mean. Oh God, Honey. that's the cliche thing. Y'all all hate me because I'm. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. I think that there's a layer. No, girl, that. we are tired of girls. What has Angel? Angel what has Angel negatively? Done other than read Damon she in the read, she read Damon. when she read Damon. Other than that, that what was, what that has she done? Out of here, that was. I mean, whatever. She slept <laughs> with a she slept with a married man repeatedly. Who who cares about Stan? Who cares about his wife? They they're they're bigots. Well, okay, <laughs> that's all that it was about. Okay, we understand. Yeah, Diamond. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna know. have more I, obstacles than Poppy, thought. but still, this is my thought. She has always been the rock for. And Blanca. you are right. Every oh, Damon, but. Damon is only her only Blanca's rock in response to her being his rock. Angel has been down with Blanca since she left abundance with her. So what you trying to say that like I, Angel's the second leading character or some shit? No, no, no. Well, that I mean, you, in regards to her being a good person in the clique. She hasn't done anything for people to hate her. They don't hate her. They're just tired of her, girl. No. Hate and tired is, is different. What, if you're not tired of Pray girl, Tell let's his have shit, you sit out for at least of, two or three episodes of season uh-huh, what? Season no. everyone in season Why three. would she need to sit out? Because we tired of you, girl. You ain't all that. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly my point. Girl, you ain't all that. You can sit out somewhere. Let's so I don't think that, that their relationship is one-sided. You are we, ju- we are just showcasing when he has to step up and be a support system for her in the same, in the way that well, black trans women I never women wanted them to get us, so you ain't talking to me. <laughs> So <laughs> you are if if we real about the shit, I never want them to happen. So you are, because whatever. You are and now they okay. Let's just not speed it up, but still. Ooh, I thought it was gonna be over. So the next scene is Blanca is getting better, and she has no cough, and. She's excited because they got her in the wheelchair and she can't really, 
she can walk around a little bit, but she'll get winded. If she, she back to being Blanca and being nosy and stuff. <laughs> she look like she, she you know. She got a little bit more shimmer before she was looking like the walking dead and stuff coughing all over the place. So she asked Judy, like, be real with me. Like, how much time do you think? How much longer do I have? And Judy was like, look, we don't know. AIDS is unpredictable. This is before 2006, before the good medicine system. Girl, I don't know. It could be any minute now. But as long as you take care of yourself how you take care of yourself. And then we learned that it could be a possibility that her nail salon stuff was messing with her lungs. That's why her respiratory. Yeah, that should be strong. In that late ass. You got to be <laughs> up in that late hot murder looking scene <laughs> apartment. So, you know, we, we, so she's telling her, you know, you might have to retire, bitch. Girl, you have to retire. Annoying, but what can I do? But she says you can get on disability since your T cells count. I don't want to live on no disability. It'll be a fixed income, bitch. At least it'll do something. It's a fixed one. Fixed. With the nails, you can make as much as you want. You still can, just not as much. But I guess you don't want to be dying at the same time. What's yeah. the point of making money when you're going to be dead? Yeah, don't nobody got time for that. Well, then maybe you can leave people some better gifts. What? I said, well, then maybe she can leave people some better gifts if because girl, girl, talking about she gonna get the ballroom, see her furniture. Girl, if you don't, girl, get didn't you here. get it off the block? <laughs> but I mean, it's the thought that counts. Didn't she say she gonna give a lecture the wig that she met her in? That little short shish kebab wig. <laughs> girl, I would have been reading if I was a lecture. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why you still got that wig? She's a poor queer person. She She ain't gonna have tons of wigs. I know that. I'm just saying, why why have that little dangy? That looked like that was her first little struggle wig that she wore when she (laughs) was getting fucked down and everything. I don't want that little nasty thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she was getting punched and fucked up in that little wig. That looked like her her to go wig. I don't want that shit. That's shaking a yeah. hoof. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. I gotta go Probably to the got grocery store. Hold on, I gotta go to the corner store. Hold on, let got, me put on my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it probably got cum stains on the whiffs. <laughs> it's a maddie look. <laughs> Don't nobody want that. That's what I got to remember you by. Yes. That's you got up. Candy's hammer and my wig. And your wig, you that's even lecture the late shit. <laughs> They said, I'm going to leave you the real me. <laughs> this is the real me. Shit. I think that, I think one, one thing that is, I want to point out is Blanca saying, because I don't know why it reminded me of church folks, but <laughs> Blanca saying that she always felt like if she fought hard and did right by people, she would be one of the ones who was spared. Yeah, totally. And that I ain't think, how it works. <laughs> that ain't how it works. Yeah. But I also, I it, I don't know why it made me feel think about church because I think when people talk about being saved in church, I think that a lot of times they think that that is their way to heaven. Like that's that the way to heaven. If they that's just do right by people, bad things and, and stuff are just still not gonna come their way. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I long, understand. As long as I'm saved and I do right long by people, I'm, I'm saved good. By the Lord. That ain't just all what all you have to do. All the bad things, and then when bad stuff happens to people, they feel like they're heathen, and that's why you Which don't know the Lord. Stupid because that's they, why, bitch. It's stupid because that's how like the whole Job story is about. It was about the devil making a bet bet with God 
on how they he can break Job. If I if you if you weren't protecting him, I can break him. Mm-hmm. And and God let the devil do all this bad stuff to Job mm-hmm. and take him all the way to ground zero, losing everything. And he still didn't denounce God. And then God blessed Job with ten folds of what he had before. But it still was a game. It still was a, you playing a game with my life. You playing a game to prove something to a motherfucker who you know you're going to beat. That is, uh, we get into the Bible, but. <laughs> ooh, I know people are like, ooh, this is getting deep. <laughs> but that's the, that's how I felt. Like you playing a game with. His, you playing a game with his life. You know, you got somebody uh, listening. Uh-uh, that ain't what the Lord is about. Uh-uh. It, it fe- that's what it felt Putting like. Putting in their little verse, like, thinking about the verse. You know, you know it felt like this is a motherfucker uh-uh. that you that has no power over you. You because created him. He's say- the devil. You know you're going to be him. Why do you need to prove something to him at all? Why does he have a power enough for you to prove something to him? He's a fucking devil. So much so that you would put your child through this whole... Um, this whole trial and ordeal, mm-hmm. it was weird to me. It was one of it's one of the weirdest stories in the Bible to me. <laughs> it it's was weird. Of, I mean, yeah. So when Blanca said that, that's what it reminded me of because she felt like you know she just do all the right things, she do all the um the good stuff, and you know this I guess the disease would pass her by. I guess that's what she felt, but here she go well, on the life brink. Life would spare her, so I guess so. She wouldn't have to just... I don't know what the hell. That's just stupid thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to say about that. Like, mm. Okay, Blanca. All right. So the next scene, we have Poppy coming in with his big idea that he should be a manager now and... What, get talent and all of that and telling what wait yeah because yeah, he's, he's a Angel's manager is laid up yeah because she laid up because she ain't got no gigs and stuff <laughs> so all she doing she laid up eating her little chips I don't know you know I ain't, I ain't see no chips but I'm she eating something I'm sure and so he's like hey Angel I got a big old idea we gonna get us some talent I'm gonna be your manager and we gonna get things back moving and shaking and, once and then again, Angel's like oh girl but once again she's defeated because she's had all these obstacles and barriers. I mean, who ain't gonna be like, oh, Poppy, shut up, because what gig <laughs> have you got me? You don't know nobody, Poppy. Go sit down somewhere. Shut up. And who gonna you listen always to being a happy Dominican and positive. nigga from the hood? Who gonna listen to some Dominican nigga off the hood? Yeah. Name like, Poppy. <laughs> Get up out Esca, my face. I'm defeated. Escoborto. Escoborto. Klondike bar. Get up out my face. I'm defeated. Don't nobody want me. I'm about to go back to the pier. Go make me some money. <laughs> shit. <laughs> the ring is about to be due. I see my client right there. <laughs> right. Right there. I can walk right outside. <laughs> <laughs> I still see my clientele circling for me. I'm about to shit. Let me go I'm down here and break it up. These, these bitches have made shit. money long enough without me. I I've been seeing them shit. Clientele so, is booming right exactly. now. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't even got to walk far no more. I go right down, exactly. downstairs now. Shit. So... He convinces her. He tells her, look, I've been keeping a Rolodex of all the people that you don't worked with. And, you know, we can make this work. Let's go, you know, talk to the people and 
there might be some people that might want to use you as a as a yeah, model. He's on his Let's hustling thing. He want to be on his hustling. I'm he's surprised he ain't positive. been in jail or prison or something because <laughs> he did go to jail. Oh, right? he did go to jail. What was that for? Oh, yeah, for the little drugs. Yeah, but he just be you know for fraud or something like that because he be doing too much. He's yeah. a hustler. So he's trying to for himself. He's trying to. You know, flip something out. Like, yo, yeah. this looks like a business that could that we both can benefit from because I'm a hustler. Let's see how this goes. Mm-hmm. So, so he convinces her. She's like, at the end of the conversation, you know, she's once again saying, Poppy, you just really are a great man. You are so sweet. Aww. You are, you know, you are when oh, I'm down, so you are here cute. boosting oh, me so up. Beautiful. Yeah. So Love. they have another little moment. Have that little Disney moment again. <laughs> oh, Poppy, you're always thinking about me. Poppy, so, I love you so much. Right. Poppy. So sweet. Because we all need somebody there in our corner to support yeah. us. Blanca taught him well. Uh-huh. So the next scene is Poppy going around recruiting the girls. Oh. They not having it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because what the hell, like? But that kills me. It's like people always want to jump on the bandwagon when it's already on and popping. But when you starting up stuff, nobody ever want to just, you know. That's true. Yeah, I don't understand that. But it's your vision. It's your vision, and you. It ain't and for them to see t- until it's uh, until it's until it's popping. And then I think a lot of people are pessimistic when it comes to, especially when you see real life consequences to being what you are. It's like somebody, um, you know, we know how hard it is out here for um, LGBT folks. We know the discrimination that could come up. And so less nowadays, because we kind of have a little bit of protection, Mm -hmm. but um, tiny little, you know, tiny little midget, little little sprinkle (laughs) of salt. Yeah. But back in the 80s. You know, seventy. It was just like, oh no! It was ugly, ugly, ugly. It was a time. Yeah, it was very ugly. A time for us. So seeing that that is a reality, it's really hard to have hope. And but it's I'm glad and appreciative for people who actually did in the midst of that negativity, did have hope because a lot of us would be like those girls. A lot of us would be like Angel, defeated and thinking like this world ain't never gonna accept (sighs) us. The pier is just where it's at, (laughs) right? And so, him coming with this idea, you had to have these people who came with idea who felt like, "Ooh, I can make a difference and push through with that hope in order to make the changes that happen." Yeah, gotta be somebody to do it first. So Poppy goes out recruiting. None of the girls are going for it. You had um, Jasmine Wintour like. She was on like flirting with Poppy, <laughs> the dark skinned one. That so, was flirting. I guess I did kind of catch that like too. Like she was trying she to was push like, up on Angel Man. I'm better than Angel. Yes. She is, first of all, that bitch is sickening. She is very sickening. So I looked her up, okay. and her name is Damaris. Damaris Lewis. Yeah. And I don't see anywhere that she's a trans woman. Yeah, I see anything either. You know, I Google to y'all. I Google her and I'm confused. Now, when I saw her coming in as a character, I thought maybe this was a trans woman that I just didn't know uh, that yeah. they found. Because why wouldn't it be? Yeah, the <laughs> whole cast is trans women and we all know that, you know, the, the point, the, what we have been complaining yeah. about is, is cis people playing trans women. Cis well, people are, playing trans you women under, and trans women needing more work, so why would you have us? But have they woman? ever said that she was trans? No. 
They just right. had Electra, you know, recruit recruiting. Her. So, so is she just a woman walking? But no, she walked realness to this week. She walked realness. No, she only she walked runway. She didn't walk realness. No, she didn't walk realness. Yeah. Interesting. Was so have you been thinking that she was supposed uh, to be a yeah. trans character? Yeah. I thought that she was a trans <laughs> character. But maybe she wasn't a trans character. I'm guessing she might but no, but Poppy said I'm only going after the girls. Remember when he said he's recruit only recruiting the girls? So he came to her because he thought she was a trans. Like cause she's trans. So this well, is my tea, y'all. You all, I mean, if y'all out there listening, is she trans? Is now she could be just a beautiful us. trans woman that I don't know. I don't know every trans woman in I the mean, world. I mean, but it would have said something but on Google. All, I looked at a her, lot of different uh, articles. Anywhere on her articles, it never was, speaks I, of I, her I transness. Some of the comments too, because you know people like to just be like, "Hey, is you a tranny?" No, you know that's Horrible. what people do <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, yeah I, but then I, folks delete comments now confirm, too. Confirm is Jasmine Winter. Her name is Damaris. I think it's Damaris Lewis. They do. Is she a trans woman, or is that a cis woman playing a trans woman, or is she a cis woman playing a a cis character? Like I'm confused. Like I know Pose ain't slipped in a cis woman playing a trans they person give on a us because that is whack that is whack it's as fuck. whack and and it could be i'm i could be giving her her rise she should just she could just be a extremely passable trans woman and that's okay i mean i don't know her the whole point is we would have seen something online yeah because she don't i don't i'm like i don't see her i don't know her like and then she played on black klansman i would have thought that that would be something that people would have been talking about if she was a know. trans woman in that role, like it's it's I don't know is is this and yeah I'm 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 kind of thrown off by Pose if she's playing a a trans character because I can't remember other than Poppy saying he's going after trans models he's going after the girls in the scene when when that confirmed that she was a trans woman and then even mm-hmm. in the conversation. I don't know. That was weird. It. I don't know. So tell me, y'all. If hashtag Marsha's play, do y'all? Did y'all? Maybe do y'all know? Next season, and we'll find out. Jasmine Wintour is a cis woman playing a trans woman because we know we've been complaining about that for some motherfucking years, right? Right. So, so let us find out. So let us know. Anyway, so Poppy didn't win anybody over, <laughs> and. And the scene switches to um, Blanca and Praytel back at the hospital. So the next scene, we have Praytel back up in the hospital room with Blanca. And he's reading a little newspaper that looked like the little National Enquirer thing. But I don't know what, I guess the New York Times, I don't know what the hell. I but think it's, it's some page news- six or something like that. Page six or whatnot. And he comes across an article and he tells Blanca, hey, look. And then he reads, he reads the article and he finds out that it's that one. What's the name? It's, I don't even know her Frederica name. Norman. Frederica Norman. Y'all know the landlady that shaded that was shading Blanca. The landlady who was shading Blanca and burnt down Blanca's uh nail but salon shit because she was trying to get some money. Cause y'all know when they you do that little insurance fraud stuff, you, you know you burn down. Y'all don't be getting no ideas. But when you burn <laughs> up stuff like that, you get you little money and stuff like that. Folks be burning up their cars up. But anyway, she burnt up uh her nail salon and somebody they had a little eyewitness thing. And I, I feel like I 
but they ain't really get into it in the show. But I felt like it was somebody that Blanca knew that snitched on us. Like the guys seen that bitch blow it up. But anyways, they said they had an <laughs> eyewitness seen her torching the place. I don't know why you wouldn't just tell somebody to do the shit for you. You know, they why don't really you? go into details like that. Yeah, but, I don't like. But, but see, some of us be wondering about little bitty details, just like yeah. the boyfriend. Like what happened to Blanca's man? <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, so y'all, she gets arrested and she going to prison. She might be up in prison for five motherfucking years, y'all, for burning down that whole little building. So that's what is, she get. To me, what this brought up for me is white feminism. What? Oh yeah, white women who have a feminist agenda, but they maneuver like white men in patriarchy. We talked about this in the last episode of Marsha's Plate. Women maneuvering in a toxically masculine way. Mm-hmm. They're against men, but they don't have any kind of intersectional analysis. So how they maneuver is I'm against men. My anger is against men. I'm trying to be this tycoon. I'm trying to be this boss. I'm trying to be this mogul. And at the expense of anybody, long as I'm up top like the men, and that's maneuvering in a patriarchal way. So she destroyed Blanca's business, right? Yeah, because they wanted, she said it was going to be ginger, gentrified. Ginger, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, gentrified. Yeah, so they were, so she wants to gentrify, she's going to make the money and flip it into something nice and sickening and I get destroyed, this little bitch that wore me out. <laughs> and so in Two her for speech, one. Yes, in her speech, she kind of acknowledges that. She says, you know, in, I'm not going to apologize for my ambitions. They don't crazy, want, they I don't, feel. no, no, it's legit. I'm, they, she was like, these motherfuckers don't want me to win. Yeah. These, because I'm a woman and I'm out here being a tycoon. I'm out here being a mo- boss, a mogul. I'm out here doing my thing. And the, but the only thing that I regret, the only thing I regret is I had to, I tore down a woman's, a woman's dream. You know, now in you the have process, to sit up in prison and just think about it and feel so late. And so, my all of those my years. prediction this is my prediction for next season because they already confirmed that they're going to skip up to like 95, 96, that era mm-hmm. in season three. Just give us 2000, give it to Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he said it was going to end by oh, he said it was going to end when the AIDS ec- epidemic ends. So, um, which is like around not ends, but when need. the medicine get Greek, so I would it. Nineteen ninety six. This is my prediction. My prediction is that next season, Frederica is gonna come out of jail and help Blanca. You think so? In some kind of way to to vindicate herself yeah, and because she feel she, bad. she she's feeling of bad she's going to feel like it's corny. she's going to learn her lesson stupid bitch and you know how blanca is super forgiving in a open heart yes, she's yes, going to yes, allow yes. her to come in and help her frederica is going to come and help her in some kind of way as payback and vindication yeah, I can see that because we thought they were going to turn into friends on this season, but I could see that, yeah. Yeah, I, that's my prediction. So, Frederica goes to jail, and, you know, we had that little moment with her. I feel, I just really want to stress that this is kind of how white feminism kind of works when we think about the history of white feminism and how, um, you know, 
Girl, don't slip they me time. Make me feel bad. Make us feel. You burned down the place. Now you in prison. <laughs> that's what you get. It's called karma, bitch. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But I just want to know that I wanted to share with. I wanted people to analyze that and know that this is kind of how. If you are white and you are listening to this, Frederica is an example of how. Yes, you can have this cause, which her cause was to. Um, be, be a strong, powerful, money-making woman, but you got to make sure that your cause to fight patriarchy, because that's what her motivation was, to, to be out doing these men who don't want her to, that want her just stuck in the house, in the kitchen mm-hmm. cooking, but she want to be a boss. Yes, that that is right. Go out here and get your money and fight patriarchy in that way and um, and be outside of that box, but don't do it in a way that does not... Um, that don't do it in a way. Don't maneuver like a white man by rolling over the people who are under you, who are coming in the door behind you. And that could be other black, other types of women, black, Latinx, um, immigrant, native, um, or it could be other black, other races, whatever. So make sure that you are not maneuvering in the world like a white man. La, 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 la. On the next scene, we have Electra up in her sickening big old apartment teaching the bottoms from the brunch and Ricky and her two minions how to <laughs> walk in heels. Now, this scene, me and Diamond felt was unbelievable because on my, what what I felt it was unbelievable because, come on now, y'all. Now, y'all know y'all are all the little bottoms and all y'all out there done seen some heels. Your mama <laughs> or somebody done had just sitting over there on the side and you know when they was gone, you stuffed your little crusty feet on up and then you pumped around up and then, you know, we all have done that at one stage now. And then we, we done it more than once and we might even have gotten a little good at it. So you, I don't even understand how why y'all stupid act like y'all and never, what? You sound experienced. I mean, I might, I might, I mean, I was a very creative, you know, young man. You know, I might have pumped around a time or two and sashayed for my a life. A time of five. I, I get, oh. Well, uh, we ain't talking about me, but yeah, I think, you know, I ain't going to be sitting up here acting like I ain't never walked up in those heels before. I mean, it's shoes. It's so shoes. They are really uncomfortable. You know, sometimes when you had to go get the groceries and it wasn't no tennis shoes right there and you, the heels was right there. So you just put on the little heels and tipped outside up in the heels. Go get the ground. Okay, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> no. I ain't, I don't I, I didn't believe that none of these motherfuckers had walked up in no goddamn hill trying to act like this is a foreign language. Them all struggling and shit <laughs> up in the hills, and especially not pray tell who be running around looking like a goddamn Christmas tree and shit. You done been up in somebody's hills before. You done designed hills. You done been all up in the hills. Baby, please, you can walk better than the lecture little bitty bony little legs up in her heels. <laughs> So I mean, so, whatever. So okay, but the, yeah. So at the the bottom two brunch, the council are really struggling in the hills. I'm really surprised that Ricky wasn't struggling. Ricky was feeling it. I knew Lamar and Cubby. I, I was not surprised by Ricky because he be getting it and twirling and living for his life when he be on that same Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> so yeah. Praytel is the one who really 
you know, really didn't get into it. He kicks off his pumps when um, Electra was like, bitch, I didn't make up this category, bitch. Y'all decided to do this. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm not a woman. And, you know, he goes through his whole little thing and storms out of the room in pray tell arrogant fashion. I mean, shouldn't it have been like, but I mean, Ricky, we seen him queen out so much, but how they try to set up Ricky to be this and that, shouldn't it have been Ricky doing all that and not pray tell? It was just, I don't know, quick whiting. I don't know. He what? Rick, I don't think Ricky had a powerful enough position to play to what, do all of that. What they were trying to do, yeah. But Ricky goes outside and have a conversation about um, Praetel being afraid to express his femininity, and then How Praetel, is Praetel? It's 45. <laughs> Ricky so was 21, 22. To and then wait, 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 wait. Then Praetel gives this story about his stepfather beating the gay out of him and to, to supposedly explain why he's against his femininity. So me and Brian thinking about all of this seems just unrealistic. Sense. I'm sorry. So, you are not about to get me to believe that somebody like pray tell as flamboyantly as he dresses, as he, he does not dress in a masculine in way at 45, has never put on heels, <sighs> has never um, explored feminine attire because we done seen <sighs> some of the shit that he wore and it looked feminine to me. Very feminine. I in mean, the, when he's hosting the ball, even, the, even that motherfucking thing that he had hosting the ball later on in the season, that looked like a dress later yeah, on in the episode. a lot of them look like, like dresses. Yeah, it just was a and lot you of... never been in no heels. And then you got the young Ricky teaching the 45-year-old, the 20-something Ricky teaching the 40 Ricky's age. Not that what a young Ricky person can't you? teach you something, yes, but this particular lesson, I just don't find it realistic that Ricky, the masculine butch, butch queen, would be teaching, pray tell, the constantly femme, sissy, gay, femininity. who's been in this kind of world how to embrace their femininity. It's that doesn't sound realistic. It's just not believable. To it's me, not. I understand why they're having the conversation. Get it. But it's not believable. I understand to me. where you're going. Yes. I just yeah, don't feel but it. But yeah. So I did want to explore the beat the gay out of you. Oh God, here we go. So I know me as a little boy child when Growing up in a homophobic family, I did have experiences with my family where their tough love was an attempt to toughen me up and um, they would punch me. They would, um, especially not when my mom was around. My mom was super protective, but they would babysit me. So when she wasn't around, they would do little things, punch me in my chest. I'm gonna teach you how to be a man. Boom. I'm a. You gonna stop acting like a fag. Boom. And punch Ugh. me in my chest. And and there. This is them. Now at the time, I just didn't like it. I was a child, and I didn't like being hit. So, but as I got older, I. This is me trying to understand them. I felt like they thought that they were doing what they were supposed to do. What do you think? Yeah, totally. 
They thought that since you're a little boy, you're a little boy. You ain't supposed to be wrong. You still don't know what you're doing. You haven't developed your mind. So we're just gonna you're acting punch like a it little out girl. of you. And I mean, that's all they know. Yeah, they're young. So we're trying to punch it out of you. Yeah. I, 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 did you ever experience something like that in growing up? I got um because you grew up, up with a single mom, right? Yes, I did. Because I did too. Did you have uncles and stuff? Yeah, I, I I didn't get it that bad. I really didn't get it that bad. I got it like in school and stuff. I would get teased and things of that nature, and I didn't get it that bad to where people. Well, you know, well my my sister and stuff. She had some boyfriends and stuff that I ain't gonna name. You know, try to bully me and things like that, and but do all that punching. Ooh, man up, or ooh, you sound like a woman, or this and that little stuff like that. But I never give a damn. Well, I can't say that it it definitely didn't change who I was, but I appreciated it later. And let me explain why. Why? Because I was a fighter growing up. I wasn't somebody made you tough. Yeah, it did make me tough. Like you could you punching me wasn't something that Ooh. was gonna make me quiver. It was gonna make me getting I couldn't fight my uncles back, but you, if you are my peer, mm-hmm. I could fight you back. So the anger that I would build up with my uncles. Oh God, it would go with them and you would just be a whole uh, tornado. Yes, Tasmania devil on them hoes. So I <laughs> that was me. I it it, it 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 I remember being chased home. From bullies prior to this time. Oh, see, I never went through all of that. Yeah, I remember. I don't think I would still be here because I have a horrible. I mean, I just go off and let's you know somebody be dead and I be in prison for the rest. Yeah, of my so life. I remember being a fearful, especially because my bullies usually were bigger and older than me. Yeah, and so so you got to use all you got. Exactly, and <laughs> so and so sometimes I I remember running home, but then I remember my mother like, yo, you not gonna be, you may be a fag, but you ain't gonna be no punk. This literally her words right. <laughs> you may so be a fact like, but you don't even no have bomb. a choice because they're gonna keep fucking with you yeah she was like so fight these motherfuckers and so it, that amount of that kind of tough love toughened me up to protect myself against bullies and i learned that when you fight a motherfucker in school you don't have to fight no more for the rest of the year <laughs> yeah, I mean shit. If you beat some ass, motherfuckers will stop. Folks fucking learn they motherfucking lesson. Yeah, that's so. the whole point of beating somebody ass. You ain't just beating them just to hit up on them because that'd be stupid. Got to teach these motherfuckers not to fuck with you. And and it changed the it changed how I was being bullied. It changed it to not be physical. I don't want to say it stopped it, but it stopped it from being physical because yeah, they knew I, I would fight. fight too much. I would just, but but. <sighs> It's like I'm a very passive person, so I would let just people say what they want to say about me because I just always knew that my mouth was bad. And as soon as I say something, they'd be ready to fight. So I wouldn't just, I just let people just say what the hell they say. But every time when I would say something, then it would end up in a little bitty fight. Yeah, I was, I was, I was the same way. I would let people say stuff, but yeah. you don't put your hands on me. Yeah, I, I would always say this. I, I bet you won't touch me. Yeah. I bet you won't do that. You can say, you can whisper and giggle behind my back, but I bet you won't do nothing. No, because when they get to touching, that's just okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different situation. All right. It's hammer time. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so the next scene is Poppy going with Angel to Miss Ford's office to talk to her about taking him under her wing. Um, and his proposal 
and she was kind of had some resistance. She was like, "Yeah, I don't think I everybody is ready for it. It's not gonna work. It's not ready for it. They don't even know you. Yeah, they don't know you. And his his rebuttal was, if they um, if they know I'm backed by you, it will um solidify me like yeah it i mean it is me. true it will, it's it like will, oh okay i well. have miss ford backing me so yeah you may see this dominican kind of hustler looking dude but i have some professional people that um are backing me so it gives it legitimizes him mm-hmm. and so that was a legit concern that not legit um point to make back to her it is and i think she i think that this is another layer of white feminism where Miss Ford has access and she's like the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. And so without, not that Poppy couldn't find another way, but this is a way that she can use her privilege to put him in a position to be successful. So Miss Ford giving him the chance even though, you know, she's in the gatekeeper position, mm-hmm. it, she is using her privilege to put him in a position. And I think that a lot of not enough people who have privilege of any sort, whether it be this type of level, whether it be black men who are in position to um, put people in positions of power, um, whether it's passable people um, or gay men in power, anybody in a that is in a position of power to and privilege to put somebody in somebody beneath them um, or less, not beneath, but less privilege in them in a position to, you know, pull themselves, especially when we have this society that says, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, put people in the position to be able to do that. He, we know that Poppy's a hustler, right? Mm -hmm. We know that he is going, that he's dedicated to the girls. We know that that is in his spirit to be, um, you know, to be loyal and dedicated to his people, as he was talking about with fidelity. Um, so put people in position who have the talent, who have the skill, who have the passion to do the work. And I think that allows them to flourish. And I think this is another level of white feminism where you can be um, in this powerful position and help people by relinquishing some of that power and help them succeed. Also, Angel at this time brings up Tula. So I wanted to talk about Tula. Tula, a.k.a. Carolyn Crossy, is a white trans woman from the UK who took the modeling world by storm. She was absolutely gorgeous. Shit, she's 64 and gorgeous now. (laughs) But at her peak, it happened in the 70s. In our last episode of Marsha's Plate, we talked about um, people who are born with varying chromosomes. She is one of those people. She actually was born with three X's and a Y chromosome. So it's like a level of Klinefelter syndrome, which made her extremely feminine looking. So as she got older, she just, you know, she said, I I feel like I'm a woman. And she started to live her truth in her full womanhood, despite being born a male, um, raised as a male, 
Um, and she used this advantage of being so feminine looking to, you know, she used it to the best of her ability to create a career for herself. And so she was one of the Bond girls in um, one of the Bond movies. So that's fucking epic. Um, she was the first trans woman on Playboy. She was the first trans woman on Australian Vogue, Harper's Bazaar. Just, I really want you to understand how groundbreaking she was prior to, you know, her being outed. And so in 1978, she had a part on this show called 321. Um, and like a tabloid journalist revealed he had discovered that she was transgender and planned to write about it. Once he did that, other journalists researched her past, attempted to interview her family, and Carolyn dropped out of the show. Because her tea had been spilt, it closed the door for a lot of opportunities for her. But this kind of shit, this wasn't the, uh, the UK wasn't the only place where this was going on. Because across the pond... In the U.S., the amazing, beautiful, black, stunning statuesque Tracy Africa Norman was going through the same exact thing. This was the 70s. She was breaking into the modeling industry. She was a black, dark-skinned, beautiful woman. So she was on boxes of hair color. She was on magazines. She was being just photographed by amazing photographers in the fashion industry. And nobody knew that she was a trans woman. One day, while she was on a photo shoot for Essence magazine, being ran and produced by Susan L. Taylor, who would go on to be the editor-in-chief of Essence Magazine, somebody who knew Tracy from her hometown in New Jersey or from the ball scene, I can remember exactly, but somebody, a black butch queen who knew her, told her tea while she was on a shoot in the same way that Angel um, was outed. And Susan L. Taylor shut the photo shoot down. So in Pose, it was a white woman that was running it. It was a, um, a Latinx person that was um, snitching on her. But in the real story of Tracy Africa, it was a black <laughs> publication, a black woman who was running the photo shoot, and a black butch queen who was telling her tea. So after that, Tracy, like Carolyn Cross. Crossy Tula um, couldn't get work after that. She had to go overseas. Um, still, work slowed down drastically. So she kind of dropped off the face of, face of the earth until recently, during this trans like renaissance that's happening in the entertainment world with um, Laverne Cox, with um, Janet Mock, with all the girls of Pose. Was all this, all this this beautiful visibility, um, Tracy 
kind of came full circle and she has a contract with Clairol again because Clairol was the box, <laughs> the auburn color um, was the box that she was on back in the 70s. And now she's on that box again and she has a, a three year contract with Clairol. So that is like a full circle moment. She's back in the limelight. She's back doing modeling work. I saw her this year at um, World Pride in New York at an event with her, Raquel Willis, and Janet Mock. She's doing amazing. I actually have video footage of her that I will put on my channel soon, on my channel on YouTube, so make sure you go and subscribe. But these are Trailblazer. Tula and Africa, are Tracy Africa, is just trailblazers in the community, and they were done wrong by people of our community. And they didn't support her. Well, not Tula, but Tracy specifically was done wrong by somebody from our community destroying her career. So this is real. This is a really, really important moment while people are breaking down doors and really, really trying to live out their dreams. Somebody in the community did some fuck shit and destroyed their careers. So now that we have this information, we have to be conscious when you just feel the urge to go and tell somebody, oh, you know, that's a trans woman. You do not know how this is going to affect their lives. It's just something that you just may not understand. It can make conversations difficult with them at work. It can make um, where they live, particularly here in Texas. You actually can get kicked out of your apartment. You can get kicked out of your home that you are renting just because they don't want you there. And it could be legally done without any consequences because we don't have protections here in Texas. Now, other states and bigger cities do, but, but you know, it's, it's, that's just how it is for some of the girls and where they live. We don't have the protections. So your small little thing that you think is just nothing, you just being messy and telling somebody's business, it can actually have detrimental repercussions. So make sure you are conscious of that. On the next scene of Pose, we have Blanca in the hospital um, hallway, and she looks down the hallway, and there goes her first child, <laughs> Damien. Damien drops whatever he has and runs into his mother arms. And we all. <laughs> this scene is great, that. It is. Runs so, into his mother arms. Right. Block is getting released, and all the kids that came to see her, but we know Damien was out of the country. Yeah. But he was able to fly back finally. And dropped his bags and ran into her And it's arms. such an all of the moment because you know they have such a close bond. Oh, because he was minutes away from him getting, you know, clients and fucked on the pier. Because remember, he was about to start fucking folks <laughs> on the pier. Remember? Because yes. somebody told Because he was you, sleeping you, on the yeah, bench. Yeah, got tired of sleeping on them benches. <laughs> so, so now he's a choreographer and a dancer. And he's traveling the world. Traveling the world. And, and we learned that world. he started his own, not his own house, but he Expanded it's a expansion. Now he's he's a house father. Now he's a house father. Hopefully he ain't messing with them kids and stuff. Because, you no. know, he freaky building tents and shit. <laughs> Fuck me Get tents and things like that. I don't know. So Blanca yeah. ends up asking him, how is his health? Like, how, did he get tested? Oh, I'd be tired. See, that's why I probably would have. I don't feel like everybody talk about that, even though 
I'm good. It's just like good. How's your health, baby? <laughs> well, she knew I he had a scare. Going to, but how? How did health? you get? Did you get tested? <laughs> and he says, "I'm fine." Like, damn, you see me smiling. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine, and I got tested, and I am negative, which is good news. Oh, okay. Well, good. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the ball. <laughs> so he convinces her that did he? No, not really convinced. He he basically he basically says I'm gonna I'm here just enough time to be your date to the Mother's Day ball because Bertel was trying to convince her to come and she didn't feel it but yeah, you know yeah we need this shit yeah but yeah cause she was in a wheelchair I'm in a I don't wheelchair know if I like I ain't trying to be wearing y'all girl stuff reading talk about me look at that bitch she's sick up at the wheelchair cause y'all know how y'all do yeah y'all this petty not act like everything is just flowers and roses y'all bitches <laughs> yeah, very you know messy the bitches will be messy and, and reading. reading and everybody and did gossiping. not live for me so I'm gonna come rolling up in there on the wheelchair but then, I don't know but I don't know I think that's a more in our but time. she needs to do that because you need to get your mind off the thing so she needs to go to the bar it'd yeah. be good for her so but yeah, i think she back did. then she just roll her back up into that murderville apartment wait wait wait. i this think make me depressed i think back then because it was such an epidemic there was a sense a communal oh sense yeah and of some of them didn't even caring. know to oh yeah it was a communal sense of caring and like this is a life or death situation so it may not have been as messy as it is now in regards to, you know, somebody tipping in in a wheelchair. But I'm just saying it from the point how people was just like, oh, you can, they were scared to drink at the folks. Yeah. And then they were like, oh my God, Blanca. Yeah. Don't I don't touch know. Me. I don't know if I would have wanted to tip into the bottle. Yeah, in it's a lot. Of, yeah. <laughs> so the next scene is. The Mother's Day Ball. The Mother's Day Ball. And so it starts off with a series of, um, a series of categories being run. Um, the first category was runway in which um, Jasmine went tour one. She was in that pink dress. It was cute. She's fucking beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know if she's sis now. We I'm don't know what's going on with uh, you, but, but we going to find. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> you is gorgeous. I hope that Pose did not fucking you ain't going to be on this motherfucking show in. This Pose be, you know, have I transgender women on here and then your motherfucking ass on here getting compared to people and things that uh, next yeah. day fucked up and that shit you just going to slide your little chocolate <laughs> goddess ass on up in here. <laughs> yeah, so the next moment. The next category was realness. Um, it was Lulu, um, Electra, K- Kiki, Vin- and somebody. Vindarvis. I think it's Kiki Pimbra. I don't remember her name. So we'll Something. And Electra. I thought this was Shay. How did Electra? You just thought that Lulu was gonna win because she's thick and light skinned girl. Please. Like she runs around yeah, killing right. everybody. <laughs> she only told Candy that. I mean, but you know, she's telling everybody that. So I don't know if I would, if I could believe. Electra is fish. She is real. Next to Lulu. Like, honestly. They're two different type of women. They are, they yes. Are. But it could if you was on the panel panel, would have like Electra won over Lulu? Uh-uh, no. Nah, Lulu would have won. Just Lulu would have won. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, if Lulu was next to Jasmine, Jasmine, if, if Jasmine was a trans woman, Jasmine would have yeah, won for me. Let's not talk about Jasmine till we find out. <laughs> we gonna we come back out. to y'all. <laughs> this is gonna be a to be continued. So, but ballroom is political and it is Electra. 
she is a fan favorite. Yeah, so, and it's totally yeah. not fair. And they're clearly picking sides, and Electra had to win something. So yeah. Then the Why next category win? was Buzz Vogue. Not, but I was about to say Butch Queen Vogue, but no, it was Vogue and Florida Ferocity. Um wins that category which is Laomi and she dedicates her win to Candy. To Candy. Um the next category is Mother of the Year and the people who were mothers it was the same people were realness. It was Lulu and so it Electra seemed like. and um Pindar the Pindarvis girl. Uh-huh. And so of course Electra wins. Electra wins and they give her her whole five minutes. That was a long ass scene of her just being happy <laughs> with her trophy. Damn, well, it's Electra, like the bitch hit well, the, the the lottery. Well, uh Blanca has been, you know, been Because winning. she ain't been mother of the year. Electra been late. Well, this particular year, oh, but I this can year, run yeah, it. of course, because she had put the con- yeah, she yeah, totally, totally this year. But the other year, she been late. Yeah, the other year she was late. Still the money won. getting your surgery and <laughs> shit, bitch. So she, so she won. Legit, I felt like it was legit, legitimate. She definitely built her. Um, she recruited and built her um family from the ground up because there was no winter before her making this house, and she. You know, she has been dedicated to making her kids win. Remember when she got the money to get That's um, when you win. You Ricky. can't win when you play dirty. Huh? Yeah. Remember when she was giving Ricky the money so he can win his um yeah. category? So, even yeah, he for, didn't for win, the Madonna shit. For the Madonna shit. Yeah. So, she was really dedicated to getting, and her kids bring the noise. Shadow, Jasmine, da 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 I mean, you're totally, she should have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blanca What's crazy? Get it yeah, that's fucked up. What's crazy is they made this moment. Remember when Candy was like, "Oh no, you brought the white bitch in here." Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But they never had her walk anything. Where they is never she? Had, they never had Trace walk. They showed. Then I guess she couldn't make it. Yeah. Anyway, she be booked on other stuff. I looked at her Instagram. Yeah, she's yeah, she's on the new movie A Hustler that's coming. Yeah, out. I seen yeah, that. She do her thing. Um. So. Then it cuts to the scene where Damon is rolling Bianca Blanca rolling her rolling down the block down y'all. the street to the um to, to the ball resting. Um I want to be rolling over rats and stuff in New York. Them <laughs> <laughs> rats in New York they do not play with real. you. Them things is big as fuck. They, they like big little chihuahuas. And they fucking don't mind running past you. They so used to seeing humans. <laughs> they like, hi. Hey. hey. What you got for me to eat? Oh, is that a pizza slice? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Please don't step on my slice of pizza while they, they uh, moving play. it on into a bush. They oh, do not. But mm. I was standing outside smoking. Fuck no. Nah. I was sitting outside smoking at the <laughs> at my fucking hotel, and they were just tipping past like I was not there, dusting me down, bitch. I was oh like, y'all God. niggas crazy. Them things. <laughs> mm, mm, Shout mm, out to the New York City rats. Mm. Um, so Poppy finally gets um Angel a gig in Germany. So they are about to fly out tomorrow. To get this gig in in Germany for Angel, and he has hustled up her gig. It's so 
you know, that's yeah. So he found the little news. list of something he said from the Fords that Miss Ford thought that they, the girls and people was too good for. Remember, right? The lower yeah. level, lower echelon. And they found somebody in Germany that was living for Miss Angel, and now she's going. And she, they knew her team. And they knew her team. We. Yeah. So she was like, I ain't gotta hide. Tuck she out. Yeah. Bye. We going overseas. Fuck America. Y'all gotta understand. America ain't everything. You can get your coins everywhere. Well, also, yeah, uh, and not that they were totally open, but Europe at the time was a little bit more, even like James Bobble was They still open that. more open-minded about everything, music and everything. It's uh, the merit. Well, yeah, they got some issues, though. But well, they got the issues. Free. Everybody got their issues. But they're a little bit more free. <laughs> a little bit more free, especially like back in these days, because I remember um, when it comes to race, like um, Josephine Baker could be a superstar in France. That's why she moved there. Mm-hmm. Um, in Paris. Um, That's why Tina Turner moved there because she, wait, Europe, right? Tina. Yeah, in Europe. I don't know. It's just not America. Everything that ain't America is just... James Baldwin talked about it being just a better thing when it comes to LGBT, gay shit. Yeah, um, it totally so it is. just was a different, just a, a different environment. So, you know. So, Angel, bye-bye. Angel, bye. Get shit. out of here. Angel, um, Angel, has a moment and they both exchange like really kind words to each other and then they have a moment moment. a disney moment where she gets on her knees to um to propose to poppy that is so sweet but instead of her just being on his knees proposing he gets on his knees and they say they're gonna stay together and they ask each other to marry each other and they both say yes that is so sweet (sighs) i enjoyed that moment so we have they're each other's fiance wow we didn't see her go from the whole from the pier (laughs) to being Wow, my <laughs> times change. <laughs> laid up in a fucking hotel, <laughs> not a hotel. Laid up in an apartment, paid for by uh, your sugar daddy, sugar daddy. And trick. now you got a whole daddy and yeah, a little career. One overseas and jets. Yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. So Damon and Ricky meet in the hallway while Damon is looking for. Blanca's clothes for her event. I wasn't living for this scene, y'all, because Why? I was Damon. I wouldn't be fucking with no motherfucking Ricky. You around here fucking ugly people on tour buses and shit. You come back and you want to fuck me and didn't even tell me. Well, hell, you didn't know, but still, you you know you should took your little safety precautions and stuff when you was messing with me. You didn't even give a fuck. Then you find out, you know, you positive and stuff. Then you come and tell me and think that we just going to be good friends. And when we see each other at the bar months later, I'm just going to be hippie and happy. And you still with motherfucking <laughs> pray tell ass and shit with your colorful ass shirt on. Get the fuck up out my face. I would have said nothing to him. Y'all would have walked right by that bitch like I ain't never even motherfucking met him. And if he would have touched my shoulder i would have punched him <laughs> really after nine months bitch you wouldn't have got oh, over baby, it I keep if you were damon yes damon <laughs> excuse me y'all 
Well, Damon, you know, I never really liked Damon. I liked him <laughs> on that one little episode when he was telling off everybody. I liked him because he had a backbone, but Damon ain't got no backbone like that. So he's just all forgiving, but he is Blanca's child, so whatever. But I wouldn't have talked to Ricky. He would have been my late. Well, I don't know. I would have been there flirting with somebody else at the bar, all up in his face. <laughs> you still would have been holding the grudge. See me, oh, sure would. me being it. negative would have been would, would have been the deciding factor if we gonna be friends anymore. It'd be, the fact be that like... I was negative, the fact that I was negative, could make me be like, oh, okay, baby, <laughs> that's fine. But I'm we wouldn't clean be, be having no conversation high and by. I just would not. I was just think that was late. You caused me stress at a certain point of my life. I don't fuck with you. Really? Yes, that's right. But you can be friends with Angel? Why? What do you mean by that? They were, They got a battle. They had a battle. No, it's just not the same. Ricky has done too much. She was around fucking people on tour buses, uh, catching stuff, and now you with Pray Tell. Get up out my face. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing too much. So, uh, Damon let bygones be bygones, and they have a moment where they reconcile and he ba- and Ricky ends up asking him, did he have, um, you know, how was his health doing? And Damon was like, I got tested and I was clean. Somebody said that they don't believe Damon. I don't know. You, yeah, I thought about that too. I thought about that too. Where Damon could, could be de- lying about you could def- Yeah, uh, Yeah, I thought about that too. But they would have left that. They would have left that as. They would have left that as a cliffhanger, though. Maybe, but, it could, but it could be end. a part of. That's how I would have ended the child, not this Disney <laughs> shit. I would have had Damon right there at the end of the scene, pop p- pulling out his little bottles and popping, <laughs> and that would have been the end of no. the finale. Come back for next season. No, I got everybody. Yeah, he would have been overseas it. and he would have died. Well, the whole house of fucking Evangelists are fucking each other. They really is. Except Wait. for Blanca? They was. Everybody in the whole house is fucking each other. You got Poppy fucking Angel. Ricky you got was Ricky fucking was Damon. fucking Damon. Now fucking Pray Tell. Who else? That is right. Blanca's the only <laughs> one who's not fucking nobody. The wow. whole house fucking. We don't even get a mention of Adrian. <laughs> That's fucked up. The whole house fucking. So, here comes my favorite part of the show. Blanca's performance. So, they have a category of candy sweet refrain. And they let Blanca come and do her performance. She rolls out in her wheelchair in this white outfit with Angel pushing her. And... She is lip singing to the Whitney Houston national anthem performance. And excuse me. And I think that that was a beautiful moment. She does this in clear being taught beautifully by her mother, Electra, how to do a performance. She rolls out in the wheelchair looking (laughs) bad. (laughs) And then she stands up and rips off revealing this red out jumper outfit ensemble. or whatever ensemble looking looking love she got the sickening whitney wig and she's doing the national anthem and the it gets people week. it gets people emotional i think it was a great moment in the show do you i love the moment i thought it was so sad did you cry i didn't cry no no i didn't cry 
<laughs> but <laughs> I didn't cry, but I re- this is one of my favorite moments. I did cry in the scene. That's because I knew she was okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I didn't cry. Maybe she but, was still sick and she got yeah. wheeled on up out there. Yeah. Then she stood up like I'm still here. Then I would cry. But I knew she was getting better, so that's why I wasn't that that sad. Yeah. And then Pratel was like, I'm just gonna call it. She got the grand prize. Yeah. We don't even I mean, yeah, see the rest of the world. I better give me my motherfucking grand prize. <laughs> I'm rolling over here, rolling through rats and shit through New York, coming over here trying to perform for y'all. I need yeah, my give grand me my prize. shit. I'm supposed to be up in the bed, sleep. I need the grand prize. So the next scene is Electra emceeing with a panel full of femme queens. The category from the brunch. <laughs> the category of Butch Queen, first time in drag. Ooh. I thought that was sickening. I thought it was cute, and I thought it was funny as hell. But what I really was gag is Cubby looks sickening as fuck. A Cubby, the little one that can walk. Yes, Cubby, not the one that won. Yeah, but Cubby, the one, the, yeah. the Cubby, he looks beat. When I it, mean, in, that's in his news. second nature. Yeah, he looked beat. He looked beat. I think he should have won, but he didn't win. The one that did yeah, the I mean, he looked way better than the other one. The other one looked like he was just performing like in like drag. a drag. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Cubby looked sick. Did a whole split. Um, yeah, so he did the split, but his, you know, he walked in, he, he was dramatic. So it was cute. I'm okay with him winning. But then Pray Tell comes out. He was kind of nervous of coming out. Um, and then he get all tens except for the girl at the end. (laughs) The girl at the end who would have been me, y'all, because Pray Tell wasn't running around and read everybody at the motherfucking balls. And And baby, Electra was reading everybody. So I, yeah, because she said somebody had three chins or something. (laughs) Jack. Oh God. Electra, that type of bitch, you want to throw something at her. No, but, honey, um, honey, that's what I would have gave Praytel a six because you don't run around reading everybody, and so <laughs> I just would have been late, y'all. Just gave I just him thought a six that sequence anyway. before they came out. Reminded oh my me, god, it reminded me of that when they like was zipping their boots and all this stuff. <laughs> the little <laughs> I thought that it reminded me of Too Wong Fu when they was getting dressed in the beginning. Oh my god, it was so funny. I enjoyed that moment, it was cute. It was a cute What's moment. The, it looked like music? it was a sickening music video that was about to start, <laughs> like yes. they was about to give it to us. Yes. That classic, <laughs> somebody's leg was all up in the ear, and I think it explores. Um, the moment in the show that explores um, empathy. I think it explores like you putting yourself in other people's shoes so you can understand them. Yeah, totally. That's a lesson for a lot of people. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, just putting yourself in other people's shoes and having empathy for other people so that you can um, not be blinded by your own privilege and blinded by your own position in the world. And I think that's the point of what Electra was trying to say. Like, y'all could never do what we do. Yeah, And, and so y'all judging us so harshly. Hard. We know that we're going to be judged, you but it shouldn't be harsh. My pumps, <laughs> my hills. You can never walk them out. You know what she always be saying. So the last scene, the last scene we have Blanca in outside. the middle of the sidewalk with the rats <laughs> after the ball, <laughs> after the ball. Wait, and it, then she sees two angels. Ki- she sees Angel and Poppy first. She sees Angel and Poppy come the new fiancés, Whitney yes. and Bobby. <laughs> 
and she's like, oh my God, y'all are my kids and y'all got each other. Y'all so in love. Oh, I'm so happy for you all. Yes. Then they toot on about the way to make it home safe and shit. They go on the IHOP. Then she looks uh, she looks away and she sees some little girl that look like Zendaya and some little bitty boy. <laughs> he was so young, y'all. It's so sad. I was telling them, like, these little kids are so young. So, so this is the part that made me cry. Oh. I didn't cry for most. Yeah, I didn't cry any of this um, episode except for I almost this. cried when they had the Damon and uh, Blanca scene because like, yeah, you, know, you got emotional when we just And then you know they it. put up the little music. Blows <laughs> got that about uh, Paul's got that little music every time we're supposed yeah. to get sad, and that just always switch on. I could watch it, I don't know how many times, but when I hear that, doom, 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 I just get it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So that's when it almost made me cry when she was all up in the Aww. hospital looking a hot ass mess. Yeah, I didn't get emotional in that part because if I, I didn't like the acting, but y'all know how oh, I am. Oh, God, for y'all, God. <laughs> y'all know how I am. But be up um, in the Oscar worthy performance of the Fadama to feel something. No, if I she can't relate that. to it or nothing like that, and if the acting ain't superb, I'll miss her with it. No, I, I just didn't feel it. Shit. So, but this moment did make me cry. So, Why, Diamond? Because this is real life. Like, we know statistically that a lot of the homeless kids on the street, particularly around this time, were gay children. They didn't have anywhere to go. When we look back at Paris is Burning, some of the ki- yeah, the people that they, they interviewed, so they were young. These were kids. These I were babies. Imagine. I barely know how to wipe my ass. I was still spraying <laughs> cologne up it. You know, because no. I, I just wanted to smell better. So I thought that when you put cologne up your booty, uh, I don't oh, know. But no. they don't, don't try oh, that, no. y'all. That shit burned for days. But no. Yeah, I could never. TMI. I'm so, I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I, that's what I was doing at that age. I wasn't trying to find a place to live, but they were. <sighs> and so seeing them be so young and seeing them, you know, and and realizing that there even now there are people out here who parents are kicking them out on the street, and they think. My thing is this, how do you think kicking your kids out on the street is punishment or going to change them or bring them around to not be gay? Like, why is that? Why is the, that? The, the stupid thing is, is that more than likely you still care about your child. And so you're, you're, if I would, I mean, my mind would just be, oh my God, what is my child doing? Like, yeah, like are they okay? Do you think that that are they work? safe? Just because they're gay or whatever they are, like you can't be under this I'm roof toss be doing you out, that. And I'm just gonna totally forget about you. No, you're doing yourself more harm. Well, you're doing uh, you're doing a child harm too, yeah. but you're harming both of you all. Like especially if you like a Christian. How like, you a Christian? You go to church. I did the right thing. I tossed my child out. Yeah, and people think that's cute. That's what. That's what would Jesus do? People Child, it just it just seems, it doesn't seem logical. It seems stupid. It, it is just really stupid. It seems immature. It just it just seems stupid. Yeah, it doesn't work. And so what you're literally doing is pushing your kids into a world that they are not ready for. Not now ready this is a Disney. <laughs> Disney didn't make it, but FX made it. But this is you know they this is a this is a TV show. So. What we see in this scene is Blanca calling them over, and it was like, "Do y'all where are y'all stand?" And she's like, "Hey, um, 
you know, where y'all stand? How y'all getting food? Are y'all stealing? And they kind of was ashamed of about stealing. She was like, you ain't got to be ashamed of surviving, which is true. Don't be ashamed of surviving. You trying to make it. You ain't got shit out here. So you trying to do what you need to do. And they was like, yeah, we dumpster diving or doing whatever we can. And so, of course, Blanca being Blanca and Damon convincing her, like, you can't close the house down. You got to continue to do what you steal people out here that you can help. And so she invites them out to eat and box them to her house or whatever. And so in my mind, immediately what I thought is you parents are kicking your kids out. You are not ex- there. Everybody ain't a Blanca. There's some, Everyone there's some perverts Blanca. out here. There are some, um, just some users and opportunists and just your children could yeah. be in so much harm's way. Make them sex slaves just to have a place to stay. Uh-uh. Right. Everyone ain't a Blanca. Right. So it's like everybody, your kids can run into some badass motherfuckers out here trying to get them to sell drugs for them, trying to get them to do check fraud, credit card fraud. It's just it's them so many, into a, a way into a more beast. worse life yeah. than them just being whatever it's it's, it's just stupid it, yeah. it, it's uh, <laughs> and not just stupid. it's no logic and it, behind and it and that could and that could be the malicious person okay now well, who i just talked about is the people who is out here preying on children you also put them in situation with people who are not intentionally being malicious that they don't they just don't have the maturity like think about a ricky mm-hmm. okay think about if ricky that's a peer, Ricky. Now Ricky is older, but say that when he was younger, mm-hmm. and he met the little young people that um, that Blanca just met. Mm-hmm. Say they both the same age, like mm-hmm. say they both like sixteen. But Ricky is out here fucking whoever he want right. to fuck, right? And then he gonna be fucking that little one too. And then too. now he loves you and fucking you, and now. Because he, nobody has uh, prepared this little child for the yeah. world. He could fall in love with Ricky. And Ricky is not maliciously passing. I mean, that's kind of what they tried to do with Damien. He was just a, a little older. They just were a little yeah. older. Yeah. But it's like it it could somebody naive and that don't know the world too. And then two there kids you go. Boom, like boom, that. Both when of that them would have never even happened if they would have just been at home looking at their little ABCs and their coloring books. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that. Sometimes they could be out here just living in the world without guidance. And it could be somebody who is not intentionally trying to harm them, but they just do just because they don't know anybody either because they kid and homeless. Yeah. So it's just stupid. It's like, it's stupid. Do not throw your kids out on the street. It doesn't do anything good for them yeah. or you. And luckily these two children that we saw found a Blanca. And for me, that is what got me emotional because you know, I just I enjoy the idea of a person that is great out here really trying to help the kids out because in a world that has turned that their back on us. Beautiful scene. Beautiful yeah. scene. Yep. Yeah, Praytel walks on up and he's like, Who are these kids? Yeah. He was like, Oh, being nice to him and they walk off into not the sunset, but into the yeah. New York streets. Walked over the rats <laughs> to go see, get them a burger or something. The kids were so yeah. happy because they ain't ate in forever, and so you know they're so in good nice hands because um, Blanca and Praytel is gonna take care of them. So oh. can't wait till next season. This is a great finale. I, it wasn't like the episode eight 
But I enjoyed this because it just kind of brought everything yeah, together. Yeah, it brought everything together nice and well-packed. Wasn't nothing boom like I was just saying how would have had uh, Damien sitting there with his pills and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I guess we don't want to be that dramatic. No. <laughs> so, so <laughs> and what scandalous. are your predictions for next season? My prediction for next season, um, I think the two kids we just saw are going to be a bit older, so they're going to be different actor and actresses, the, the, the people we just met. Um, I don't know where they're going with Angel and Poppy. But things are moving so fast, so I don't really think they're going to make it like that. Yeah, my, I don't have any predictions as far as, like, what's going to happen next season other than I believe they're going to bring Frederica back and she helped Blanca in some kind of yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know That's what the hell they prediction. really just going with it either like that. I think. But have you enjoyed it? You didn't watch prior to this season. You had to catch up because you didn't watch last season when it was on. So... How do you feel about the show overall? Oh, watching it now? I mean, when I, because before I had just, I mean, binge watched everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you going to watch next season? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't I watch next season? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yes, totally. I mean, yes. I mean, it gets better and better. Yes. So uh, we will see y'all next season. Well, yeah. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) y'all.